0: Hi, and welcome to The Dive, a podcast about the University of Maryland, its students, and the culture they consume. This podcast is brought to you by the Diversion section of The Diamondback, the University of Maryland's student-run independent newspaper. This week, we're taking on on on-screen kisses. It's that time of the year again, guys. That's right, Valentine's Day. The day where couples get to cuddle and canoodle, and the rest of us are left wondering should i even leave my apartment to go buy some discounted heart-shaped candy well this year i refuse to wallow instead i'm gonna celebrate love in all its forms but specifically fictional so i rounded up some other single diamondbackers so that i could ask them the important questions what makes an on-screen kiss good what makes it bad what makes it distinctly average i want to know and here's who i brought in to
1: help me find out
2: uh i'm jason i'm a diversion staff writer Hi, I'm Aria. I'm the managing
3: editor.
4: I'm John. I'm Aria's assistant.
1: I'm Anastasia. I am the podcast editor.
3: I'm Allie, and I am the star of The Diamondback.
0: As you can see, I've got quite a squad with me here today. And from Scrubs to Atonement to Harry Potter, they've got opinions. First up, let's discuss the epic new girl kiss. Season 2, episode 15, and my favorite on-screen kiss of all time. My favorite on-screen kiss ever ever, I'm gonna go with ever here. Mm, yeah, is Nick and Jess from New Girl, their first kiss. Let me set the scene for Fuck people yeah. who haven't seen it, right? So, they're roommates. So, they have this whole episode, they're both dating other people, they're having weird, mm. uncomfortable moments where they're locked in a room, um, they're dared to kiss each other. Yes, they are, like, 30 years old, and yes, they are daring each other to kiss each other, but... That's just how it works. Is and that not still how your 30s are? I thought that's what your 30s were still. It's an excellent point. Yeah. I really hope so. Yeah. My, so far, my 20s have not been <laughs> like that at all, and it's been very disappointing. Yeah. But so they get there to kiss each other. They refuse. Nick climbs out of a window instead of doing it. And then later. Dang. he, huh? Yeah. That's kind of They're stood in the hallway in their night clothes. She's wearing a robe. Night clothes. And he grabs her hand, pulls her back to him she like twirls around and they have the most beautiful, emotional s- sexually charged wow. yeah. <laughs> disgusting I didn't like that um, <laughs> kiss
3: of all. and so I know that some of you have seen it so let me hear your thoughts. Um, I'm obsessed. <laughs> um, nothing else matters but this kiss would not change. okay. The only thing I would change would be that they would both be single at the time of this kiss. I think he is. Like, did he not yeah, break up know, with I Olivia? Yeah, no, know, I think you're right, yeah. She was still dating really hot Sam. Like, okay, Sam was really hot. But that is the only thing I would change about this kiss. It leaves me speechless.
2: I love how average-looking Jake Johnson is.
3: Hey! I can't... Hey. It's the charm! Listen, the charm. listen, listen, listen,
2: listen. It's something about the men that look attainable that make them Mm. cuter. That is
0: so incredibly woke. I I think that J. Johnson is one of the hottest stars right now. Really? Even, even really? as old Spider Man, what could I say?
3: Oh, wait, you're so right. He's so hot as old Spider Man as an animated person. He has no, like
5: the it, boy equivalent of being Girl Next Door. He just you're has
3: saying. a sexy yeah. voice. I totally
2: agree with you. I think that obviously, like the trope of like TV characters who are really good friends and then they fall for each other, like obviously, like we've seen it on millions of shows, we've seen it in movies a dozen times but I think the reason that the new girl kiss is so good is because they like did it in such like a perfect span of time it's like right at the end of the second season because again like if you rush it it like we're not going to believe it and then it's going to fizzle out I was just watching Shit's Creek and there was it was like Alexis and Ted got together in like the first season and then they like broke up because they like Alexis wasn't as into it and they were going too fast, but then they broke up. And then a few scenes later, she's like, Oh, now that we're friends, now I do like him. And it's like, you can't rush it. But then at the same time, you can't wait too long. Mm-hmm. Like, the, what's on my mind right now is How I Met Your Mother, where they took, uh, they took eight uh, fucking seasons like <laughs> to track. just uh. goddamn close it out with Ted and Robin getting together, which I'm, as you can hear, we are all still upset about. Yeah. So you can't yeah. rush. Two characters' development, but you can't draw it out. And New Girl got the beautiful balance of right at the right time. They
0: were in the sweet spot, definitely.
5: I kind of like this particular scene just because, like, you could tell that the characters have like this, like, kind of like well-worn tension between them. And like when they actually did end up kissing, like it wasn't really like this big romantic moment. It was like kind of awkward. Like they both, like, um, the male character's name Nick. 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 He like kind of lunged, like this very, this very weird motion at her. And, like, that's just kind of how it is in real life. Like, this just kind of, like... These moments, like, kind of don't happen, like... As these big, like, rehearsed choreographed moments. They're, like, kind of these, like, awkward bursts. And that's just how life is, I guess. So I guess it felt better because it was more real.
0: So deep. And and then I actually think that they had a nice balance for that, too. Because also there was the line earlier when they were dared to kiss and he was like no and he was like not like this and then at like Mm. when he kisses her he goes I meant something like that and it's it's like a very like scripted thing but then also then they walk off really awkwardly so again it's like that nice mixture of like Mm -hmm. this was like scripted and written to be like a chef's kiss as it is but then (laughs) it is like they have those elements of like that super awkward thing that definitely comes out with making out with your roommate in the hallway Nothing screams true love like kissing in hallways, that's what I always say. Well, nothing except for kissing in Ferris wheels, which is exactly what happens in Jason's pick, the kiss from Love Simon.
2: For those who don't know, like the Love Simon kiss, basically, Simon is an in the closet high schooler. Um, failing to, like, make any connections with boys because he doesn't know who's gay. Boys don't know he's gay. It's a struggle. Um, And so he eventually ends up talking to a guy from his high school on this online chat room. Um, And they go on and on, and, like, it's obvious that they're both kind of, like, into each other. So eventually, they, like, Simon is trying to figure out who this boy is, and so a lot of this movie is him, like, trying to sniff out who's queer, who's not in this high school. And most of it is does not go super well but eventually towards the end of the movie he after he gets outed he like kind of sets out this like notice it's like all right, I'm gonna sit on this Ferris wheel at this carnival and wait for mystery boy blue um so he gets on the Ferris wheel and he's on this Ferris wheel for so long and he just keeps paying um The worker like over and over so that he can keep going around on the ferris wheel because he's waiting for this boy um and this crowd from his school comes and they're all watching him and they're all like yes gay love will let us watch um (laughs) until finally like he's on his last ride he ran out of money and like his friend is like oh i can pay for like one more ride um and finally the boy comes and then they're on the ferris wheel and then they kiss and it's just it's beautiful
1: (laughs) that is the kind of kiss everyone needs in their life at some point
2: yeah. I just the funniest part to me is that all all the people below just like
1: Woo Good
0: Cheering.
2: I'm just like I don't know. Like if if I had that many people watch me I would I would just be like get me off. Yeah. I like really that crowd that. is just oh, like yeah. very strange. But I mean like I don't know.
0: One thing I will say about this, I think it that the the music is good. Like mm-hmm. it's like the classic like it slowly swells and then when they kiss it like is loud and beautiful. But like I think we don't count on the fact that it works every time like that really works yeah i mean if every real life kiss were scored like a major motion picture life would be perfect but life isn't perfect and neither are all on-screen kisses as john is going to remind us
4: do you guys do you guys remember i think it was uh which harry potter movie was it when Ginny and harry first kissed
1: are you it is yeah, the half-blood prince. It's it's, prince. It's, it's it's the half-blood prince. They're in the room of requirement and she's hiding the diary. John, this yeah. better be well, your worst best. kiss. Wait. Ever.
4: It's an intensely average scene. I think we could all agree on that. Like
3: yes. I would say below there were, average.
4: No, they were like in a dusty room, lips hardly puckered. Ew.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> but there's something about that scene, sitting with my mom and my two sisters in the movie theater, It made me the man I am today. <laughs> Oh my God. I really don't have much more to say. I think it was a charming scene and a uh, shout out to JK Rowling for uh, making my childhood.
3: That kiss is horrible because God bless Daniel Radcliffe and whoever the girl who plays Ginny is. She uh, can't is act for Bonnie, Bonnie. Bonnie. Bonnie Wright. They have yeah. negative chemistry. They yeah. are so awkward together on screen. Mm-hmm. Jenny in the book is like a fucking badass and she's yeah. awesome. Jenny yeah, in the movies fucking sucks.
4: I'm not saying it's a good scene. I'm saying it is an impactful scene. It's a bold take, but history is written by
5: the bold.
0: You know what's another bold take? That anything on the CW could ever be good. But Anastasia's gonna do her best to convince us otherwise. Spoiler alert, it doesn't work.
1: Um, so one of my favorite TV shows ever is CW's The Flash, and I know, I know it's lame. Uh, if you don't know the plot of The Flash, basically Barry Allen gets struck by lightning, becomes the Flash, and he, um, he doesn't tell his best friend, the love of his life, Iris West, that he has become the Flash. And so, in the mid-season finale of season one, this tidal wave starts going towards the city. Barry is with Iris, like out on the harbor water kind of thing. And he knows he can stop it. There's no way he can move Iris out of danger and still do it without her finding out eventually. He basically says, I really wish I had you hadn't found out this way.
3: That did not do it for that me. That did not do it for me. i
0: It always does for me. It does. It's hard. It's hard, it's hard when you don't have the backstory, obviously. So the rest of us like don't know it. But yeah. I feel like it was just like every like trope mm-hmm. in one. Mm hmm plus then I feel like the kiss is sort of like an afterthought yeah that's right. and it's because it's like the end of the world as we know it yeah maybe which is like nice but you know it, it feels like it's like rooted in something else other than like the sexual tension of it which I think is the issue for it me might be
1: the issue
2: just based on the limited dialogue that we saw I could tell this was from the same network from as Riverdale Obviously.
1: yeah, yeah. I,
2: just like, <laughs> I just like heard them say like words and I was just like
1: that's a hundred. It's a hundred percent CW trash. And you know, I told yeah. you, like I. That's why I said, you know, it's yeah. not. It doesn't have to be great. It's just. It makes me happy. It's. I think the show also the, have, happens to mean a lot to me, like as a human being. So maybe yeah. that's
0: why that always like adds, when, yeah. especially when when you've invested so much time to watch something and you're finally seeing something that you want to have and happen happen. Mm-hmm. Like it is such like a cathartic moment when finally the characters kiss that you've been wanting to kiss for like thirty episodes or something. So mm-hmm. there's a lot that can go wrong with kisses that are too cliche. Instead, realistic smooches are the way to go. See, for example, Aria's pick, Scrubs.
5: Yeah, so the one that I was thinking of, and I don't know if I'm ready to declare my favorite kiss ever, especially because I don't really watch the show anymore. I feel like kind of aged. Um, Not the greatest.
1: What happened? No, so
5: it's I was thinking of uh, in season two of Scrubs, where...
1: <gasps> oh, yeah.
5: Well, so it's not J.D. and Elliot's first kiss. They've already hooked up in, like, season one at that point. Like... So they've already hooked up in Season 1, and we've had an episode, like, about why they wouldn't work in general. Like, well, they just spent the entire episode hooking up. So we've seen them, like, go at it for a while now. And then, like, they spend, like, at the end of Season 1 and the beginning of Season 2, kind of spending time away from each other. Especially because there's a scene at the end of Season 1 where, like, everyone's um, triflings with each other is kind of revealed <laughs> public, very publicly. So, and then they're just, like, backflaving together. And then something just, like, inexplicably just draws them together. Um... But yeah, that one, I felt, was pretty impactful just because, like, it didn't really make any sense. But, like, also, like, when does random... When do kisses like that make sense in real life, either? Like, th- I think it's, like, they did a crack job framing in the show. of Like, that very much wasn't, like, a thing that was gonna last. It was just, like, a very, like, heat a moment of passion. And I think, like, that was one of my favorite kisses of all time just because of, like, how charged of a moment it was. And, like how it it wasn't like necessarily this big romantic moment so much as like kind of a lapse in judgment but that's just what that is in real life you know
1: yeah for sure ari is here for the like meta kisses about like real life and i'm kind of here for it
0: yeah life imitates art or maybe art imitates life in this case i'm not quite sure but while i figured that out here's Allie to tell you all about her favorite on-screen kiss which actually leads directly into her favorite on-screen sex scene. So it's a nice double whammy.
3: I had to give a dramatic sigh to begin my thoughts. Um, One of my favorite movies of all time is Atonement, classic. Keira Knightley, James McAvoy, a young Saoirse Ronan directed by uh, Joe Wright. This movie is perfection to me, but in the movie... Kira Knightley and James McAvoy have been, like, chemistry, tension. Ooh, there's this scene where he, like, touches a fountain with his hand. Mm-hmm. She, like, gets into a fountain. <laughs> she, like... It's a whole thing. And, um... They meet up in this library in her beautiful mansion after he accidentally sends her a very sexually explicit letter. And Careful here. Everyone should watch the movie. And they're in the library, and they're, like, she's, like, kind of scared. She's, like, she's never felt this way before. And, like, it's so passionate. And they kiss, and they end up just, like, fucking against a bookcase, which is, like, perfection. It actually goes from my favorite on-screen kiss to my favorite on-screen sex scene, which is a really weird thing to have a favorite of. But, like this movie. I don't really care about any of the others, but this movie and them with the bookcase, and oh my gosh, he's in a tux, and his eyes are so blue, and she has this gorgeous gown that I want, and it's backless, and it's green, and I love it. I think, what is there more to say?
4: Well, I think you forget that the little sister walked in.
3: Okay.
4: Certainly ruined.
3: Okay, Sersha hat <laughs> Okay, then you're getting into the real, like, the movie gets oh, bad, and lot. everyone There's dies, trash. and... Blah, 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 blah. John, don't ruin the moment. <laughs> They're in the bookcase. Oh, Nothing will beat the bookcase. It's case, the bookcase. John. Let it be, John. God.
4: Let me uh, add here that the only reason I know this, um, this Kier like Knightley. Well, yeah, partly. So, I had seen the trailer. It was enticing. Kieran Knightley was it in it? And of course. And how old were enticing. you at this time? I was last semester.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and. John.
4: I looked it up. Uh, I saw on on YouTube you could rent it for $4, and...
0: You rented something from YouTube? I did, yeah. Not my
4: proudest moment. (laughs) Um, And I watched it, and it was great, um, but so not on brand for me. Although I do... I did appreciate it in the moment. I did like it.
0: We've talked about a lot of really good kisses, a couple mediocre ones, a couple bad ones. But the question remains, what makes an on-screen kiss so darn good? Tension!
3: Timing.
5: timing. I think my answer is obvious, but realism.
4: True.
0: Realism. Tension. Timing. Lips. Well, you heard it here first, folks. Lips. That's all it takes. With those wise words, we're going to leave you this Valentine's Day. Hopefully a little less lonely than you were before. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Dive. Tune in next time to hear us talk about campus culture, pop culture, and everything in between. Until next time, this has been The Dive.